need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, artists and exhibitionists, Voyeurs and connoisseurs, actors and audience, doms and subs, Fifty Shades of Everybody, all you children of sex, and yes, we are all children of sex, oh yes, we are directors and producers, dancers, the actors on the stage of life. Mm. Uh, And uh, yes, this is a show about sex. Mm. Human sexuality in all its glory, danger, fun, and foolishness. Mm -hmm. That's right, brothers and sisters. And If you uh, listen to me regularly, well, you know that I enjoy reading erotica. Mm -hmm. I love erotica from the Song of Song of Solomon's in the Bible to the nasty tales of uh, Cleese Press anthologies, um, especially those edited by our friend uh, Rachel Kramer Bussell and Char. Yeah, I do love that, but um, I have to say, you know, I could not get through Fifty Shades of Grey. Couldn't read the whole thing. I mean, well, yeah, the writing, a little difficult. I mean, I don't make love, I fuck. How hackneyed can you get? Well, hackneyed enough to sell over a hundred million copies. That's how hackneyed. And hackneyed enough to become like the catalyst to a horny housewife revolution. A horny housewife sexual revolution. 
so many women all over the world getting turned on to this book. It's a phenomenon. And actually, this is not the book, I should say. This is the program from Fifty Shades, the musical, which I just saw last night. And as badly written as the book is, that's how fantastic Fifty Shades, the musical is. And if you like the book, well, more power to you. And you will find a lot of power, mm, empowerment through this musical. I mean, you got to laugh at yourself. Laughter is a mental orgasm. And this does keep you laughing. So we are going to have some of the uh, stars of the musical here tonight in a little while, although it's just ending. And uh, they're over at uh, the Kirk Douglas Theater in Culver City right now. So um, I think we have the, uh, the writer-producer on the line, do we? Hi, Dr. Susan. We do. Is this Emily? This is Emily. Thanks so much for having us and for coming to the show. I really had a wonderful time. And, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one of those big fans of the book. But right. it goes way beyond that. And it is a parody, after all. So, actually, it's really for those of us who couldn't get through the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when we started writing it, I, I should say that um, I, I'm not the sole writer. There are a couple writers on this. And I had not picked up the book. I only read it midway through writing it. We didn't want to keep it so inside that if you, you know, if you weren't a fan of the book, uh, you know, a lot of men have not read this book, uh, you wouldn't be lost if you hadn't read it. So we, we kind of went at it like a, a loose interpretation of the book. Very loose. Yes. And fun. And, yeah, maybe I think like a man when it comes to erotica. I don't know. Uh or I'm not sure. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out because this is a huge phenomenon, Fifty Shades. So many women have gotten so turned on to this. Uh, but I did. Ha I do have to say, you know, I've tried to re read it several times just because I'm thinking, hey, it's a huge hit. I got to read it. Um, and then I couldn't. And then I knew I was going to have your cast on the show, so I, I got to read it. And uh, it was... <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, coming to the musical seeing this parody, hearing the beautiful voices just making such perfect fun of all these lines, it was like um, an orgasm and <laughs> worth so much. You know, it was like, it was like I, 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 I just endured the book in order to enjoy the musical. Because, I mean, yeah, I think you don't need to have read the book because I was there with a couple of people, Trixie and Mercy and Loser, who didn't, read the book and they loved it they all loved it but I must say I got particular joy out of seeing some of the most hackneyed lines like I don't make love I fuck right. <laughs> oh but you guys made it into a mantra you know it was just uh, you know it was just like um, I don't know uh, just a, an anthem or something yeah. you know uh, really yeah, he owns that song it's like uh, that is uh that goes, that's the song right before intermission, and uh, I have to say, like, uh, I don't think it happened the night you were there, but he, 
they're off in panties sitting the stage at that point. <laughs> oh. And as you, as you may recall... No, I didn't see panties thrown on the stage. Yeah, our Christian um, is our own interpretation of what we think is the hottest thing ever. And uh. we're real happy about that, but sometimes the audience doesn't always agree. But by intermission, boy, they love that guy. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know... Um, yeah, I don't want to give away your little Christian Grey surprise, right. so to speak, but it is a surprise. Um, Christian Grey is presented in Fifty Shades uh, of Grey, the book, as just the perfect guy, of course, except for his little kinky sadist, sadistic streak. But, right. <laughs> you know, billionaire, great looking, just perfect the way he moves knows everything you're thinking everything. yeah and he's like in his mid-20s and you read it and you're like right. come on <laughs> right right amazing and it unbelievable and uh well your guy let let me just say he brings him to life because yes, <laughs> the ideal is the enemy of the real and uh and your guy is very real christian gray um and and a brilliant performer and singer and just you know, hilarious, hilarious. I mean, sex is great, but music is the food of love, and laughter is a mental orgasm. And this is true. You know, so what what drew you to this book, Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, I uh, my background is definitely in comedy, and anytime there's a phenomenon uh, like this, be it an election year or just something where it seems like it's just the culture is buzzing about it, it's, it's always ripe for comedy because even if you know nothing about the book, you kind of know everything about it because there's always a news story, there's always some uh, blog about the book. Now it's like you can't get away from press about the movie. I right. mean, I can't think of a movie that's gotten this much besides Star Wars, you know, when they rebooted all the Star Wars series and... and I'm like, who cares about casting? But people care years in advance on this movie. So, so you clearly, were paying attention, and you yeah. saw this 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 book is getting a a lot of attention. It is it is selling and selling, and so many people, mostly women, are reading it. It's got hardcore sex. It's got really kinky sex. Uh, right. And, and I I have to say on that note that our co uh, my co producer uh, his name's Marshall Cordell, and and the final uh, icing on the cake was he said, you know, I saw a news story tonight about hardware stores running out of rope. I don't know what it's about, something about some gray book. I'm not sure what's going on. Wow. <laughs> Maybe there's something there. Of course, the lead character, those, for those of you who don't know, Anna, Anastasia Steele, works in a hardware store where Christian Gray buys some choice items that he uses on her later, uh, right. on her software, um, <laughs> before he enters her with his hardware. Right. So, uh, so, I mean, are, were you an erotica fan before this at all? Um, not particularly. I will say that, like, I would be much more likely to uh, read erotica than maybe something, like, a little bit more mainstream, like, um, you know, stockpiling DVDs of porn and stuff. I think I think that's a big reason why this book, uh, you know, erotica has been around for ages, but uh, and, and in terms of men not being into the book, I mean, I don't think men get their porn through novels, and I think right. women 
always like to dress it up as though they're doing something else. I think we made Lady Chatterley, Lady Chatterley's Lover a hit for D.H. Sure, Lawrence, sure. too, <laughs> yeah. you know, in that day. Although men used to like things like The Pearl Magazine and uh, My Secret Life, but I guess that was before porn was so available. Right. But, and I think now you can be in your minivan picking your kids up and reading about getting tied up, uh, you know, on your iPad, and no one's going to know what's going on. Yeah, I just want to make another plug, though, for my friends at Cleese Press. And, and uh, I mean, there there's some really great erotica out there. There really is. And I think that's like, uh, I, I feel like we keep hearing about... Um, other, you know, all these other really great erotica opportunities for the stage. So now I'm like way t- tuned into it where I never really was before. Although I don't know that your your play, your musical is really, it's not supposed to be erotic really. And yeah. I think the very few critics that may have not given you an A++, <laughs> uh, I think they misunderstood. They thought Oh, uh, you know, I, I read somebody said something like your your Christian or your your people weren't that erotic. They're supposed to be a parody of this kind of erotica, and I don't know. I mean, this Fifty Shades the the book. I'm not sure I found it so erotic. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's more of a parody of of just this um, eroticism coming forth from all of these horny housewives and how we're all dealing with it. Exactly. It, and it's, um, I also think there's something to the timing of the character of Christian Grey because I do think right now women are very put upon. Uh, they, they're wearing a lot of hats. Mm, and this I guy right mean. out of the gate is in control. <laughs> He's making decisions. He's financially stable. And there's like a hundred pages of setup setting the character in motion and setting this tension up. So, like, I think by the time the sex actually happens, you're invested in the story. You've read a hundred pages of a book. There's just something like going on there besides just like the sex. There's there's other elements that I think are hitting a nerve in our in our current culture with women. I um, don't know. I think she's lucky. That's what you think I think. She's lucky. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I I do. I think there's a lot of luck and also, you know, the way she posted it online with the Twilight series. I mean, I just I you know, I just have read such great erotica out there that hasn't gotten this kind of play and it is a good title, 50 Shades of Grey. It just has a lot of uh, resonance to it and um well, it certainly helps you to figure out what to wear. Um, you know, for an interview. Uh, but in any case, I mean, who am I I'm, I'm to, to criticize this? Uh, it's, it's more than a literary work, obviously. It's a phenomenon. And of that, I am certainly in awe of this phenomenon. And certainly as a sex therapist, I'm in awe and respectful of anything that opens up women and and lets them explore their fantasies and gives them an orgasm. And certainly, I think Fifty Shades of Grey, the book, has given very many women orgasms. And uh, and Fifty Shades, the musical, well, gives you that mental orgasm, that it, uh, and laughter. And we have a funny thing that happens. Um, we actually get personal letters uh, via email, Facebook personal messages from husbands and boyfriends. 
Mm-hmm. And they say, we had, like, this one guy said, I had no idea what she was reading. I thought this was like a chick flick on stage we were coming to see. And oh, guys love it. I mean, yeah. it's hilarious. And, and it totally, like, we didn't, we accidentally stumbled into it. We didn't realize that that there might, yes, the wife is reading it, but there's not really a conversation about it. So the laughter kind of opens the door to that. And we had one guy say the party hasn't stopped since we got home last week. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great uh, foreplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Foreplay for more play. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you have a little, you know, kind of kiosk out there. Um, we met the merch girl, Kim the merch girl. Kim the who, merch girl. Um, who had her, um, you know, we got our ties, uh, our Sir Gray, Sir's Gray tie. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Trixie is wearing hers in the proper way. I've got mine open and ready to tie around someone's wrists. Um, and, uh, yeah, and riding crops, all kinds of fun little items so that, uh, you know, it's it's like you, you... Sex is fun to laugh about and not take so seriously, too. It's an icebreaker that way. You know, if, um, if, if reading erotica is too serious because you're kind of wondering, oh, does she want me to be like this perfect guy, Christian Grey? And she's wondering, does he want me to do all those things? Oh, no. Um, and, you know, the musical just kind of says, hey, whatever you want to do, you can laugh about it, as long as it's consensual. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the thing, um, you know, there is a contract involved, and she does have the choice to sign the contract. You know, <laughs> it's a contract I, I guess, that's this thick. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, I think, like, we definitely poke fun at it, but we also want to make sure everybody knows, like, there, there are choices that were made in this book and here. It's not just, like, a total takeover situation. Oh, no, not at all. In fact, you know, much as I... I wasn't a big fan of the book's literary quality. I I feel it is very um, responsible. You know, I mean, safe sex uh, is definitely encouraged. I mean, he's he's all about uh, wearing a condom, and of course, uh, we prefer condomania condoms. Uh, but uh, any kind of condom, good idea. And then he gets her, you know, fixed up with birth control. I mean, he's uh, it's 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 pretty responsible that way. I mean, some BDSM people I know have criticized its presentation of BDSM, and eh, I didn't think it was so bad. I mean, it, it's it's not like he's supposed to be a BDSM teacher. He's just this billionaire, you know, just a normal billionaire, you know, <laughs> who likes to tie girls up with his ties and doesn't want to be touched. <laughs> I yeah, mean, right. I mean, it's a it's a story. So I'm I'm not I'm not too uh, too uh, uh, all about that. And I did find that your musical was very you know kind of encouraging, at the same time that it makes fun of all of this and having all the different body types. You know, not just your perfect bodies up there, but lots of different shapes of bodies i think is um is a wonderful way to you know just encourage everyone and and remind everyone that sex is for everyone not just for people with perfect bodies yeah and and we do have a couple perfect bodies up there but yes I'll you do it, it is pretty funny to see everybody's routines backstage because there's some people that are in a constant gym just push-ups everything you can think of and that's other people's like literally have like a large pizza in front of them for serving for one. Wow, it's a great combination. Yes, it yeah. just does show that uh, that's 
that sex and laughter is for everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and that you can have all different kinds of bodies that can entertain you. And that BDSM stands for best damn songs and music. <laughs> you know? Uh and uh and so now uh, tell me, Emily, is it Doregas? Is that Doresis. Doresis. Okay. And uh Hal has producing and writing this musical affected your sex life any improvements well um you know my husband is also a writer and he's a co-producer oh and which one is he on here he's he's um he's al samuels he's not uh he's not um he's a shadow partner yeah he's actually in new york we're opening in new york this week Oh, so, we're so he's in New York, Broadway. and yeah. you're, are you here in L.A. right now? Yeah, so I guess the answer is, uh, it's not affected it positively. Oh, <laughs> well, no. I mean... We just travel, we're just traveling a lot for work and uh, for this show right now, but it's been such a whirlwind of excitement, and the good news is that he and I work so well together um, uh, as part, as, uh, you know, in a business way, um, that, and... It's all based on on laughter, so I feel like um, we've definitely benefited from the show in not just a professional way, but also in a personal way as well. Well, you know, laughter can be an aphrodisiac. Uh, <laughs> but how about phone sex? I mean, do you guys do phone sex since you're away from each other? Um, yeah, you know, we. I, I guess we definitely have our own groove to go into. I'm not right. sure if my dad is listening. Hey dad. <laughs> well, you know, it just goes with the, the, the book. I mean, they have a sex scene and then mom walks in. They have a lot of, uh, I think that's part of what people appreciate about this book. I did like that aspect that it would go back and forth between the erotica and, uh, quote unquote, everyday life. And that is how sex is, you know, yeah, it doesn't absolutely. exist in a vacuum. Mom yeah. and dad sometimes walk in and, you know, um, I mean, we can try to keep it private and it is, you know, better kept private, especially if you're going to be whacking people like that, uh, I guess. Although I whack people on the show, so I don't know. Um, but <laughs> well, uh, My dad has seen this show several times and he loves it. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. He, he always, if, and if you've seen the show, you'll know what I'm saying, but he often... He, he likes to sit in the Carol seat, and uh, Carol is, of course, the book club lady that, um, towards the end of the show, decides to talk directly at someone in the audience and yes. to her home. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Carol is the one who is divorced, I guess? Or, yes. yes. Right, right. I was kind of wondering if she might be a little lesbian or something. Maybe. Maybe. You know, like, she's kind of not quite been able to figure it out for herself, so maybe she's... That's yeah, I don't know. Do. Could yeah. be lesbian, or but then again, she seemed to want to use a strap on or something. Anyway, it's 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 cool to see these three housewife. Uh, they're sort of they kind of carry the show. They're like the the Greek chorus in the show, I guess. Yes, exactly, and that's their purpose. But also so that we can have the audience see themselves on stage too, because I think in every group there's a Carol uh, mm. who's kind of trying to figure it out and can't. There's a Pam that's the group leader, and then there's a Bev that's just along for a good time. And I think that kind of embodies a lot of the groups that come to our show. Yeah, I'm trying to find out, uh, are the cast on their way? I got people walking in. Where's Trixie? 
Tell Trixie to come in then. She just ran out. Uh, oh. Uh, well, I, I think a couple of your cast members Great. are almost here, but I don't think they're here quite yet, so that's why we're. Uh, I'm just kind of checking and nobody's telling me. Um, but uh, but we're expecting a couple of the cast members, I think. 11.15. Oh, wow. Okay, so where's Trixie? Uh, ha, ha, ha. So come on, sit down over here. Oh, sure. Yeah, sit down. Is so, that Carolina? Uh, no, they're not here. Oh, okay. They're um, we're just we're just kind of waiting for them. Um, so I just wanted to say hi. To, Trixie saw the show last night. I love the show. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And Trixie. she's all in her her Christian gray gray tie, and um, Max is also here. You didn't see the show. No, but I certainly heard about it all night. <laughs> it was so funny, I messed up my mascara. I kept laughing. <laughs> oh, I love it. And like I said, it was partly because I had to endure the book, and it was just a release. Like, after reading lines like, I've got a hole inside of me, <laughs> and, and trying to take it seriously as erotica, then to have it just opened up as a musical comedy, I just realized this book, really what it was intended was to be the inspiration for this musical comedy if the book is as interesting well was as interesting as the uh the musical i probably would have read the book it isn't but i mean (laughs) hey you know it's okay you can skim it it's online it's free online you can you can just read it online i mean i'm not trying to cut down on um miss james's book sales uh although she's already sold a hundred million so yeah she's doing all right she's doing all right (laughs) she's doing great you know talk about empowerment yeah, exactly. And to self-publish and all that is just... More crazy. power to her. And 52 languages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not 50? Like uh, shades? No, I wonder if they did a 50 uh, celebration here. What does this say? Oh, I'm, I'm being told again that they'll be here 11 to 11.15. Or okay. is it 11.15 more likely? More likely 11.15. Right, because it's almost 11. So uh, I have people doing mime in front of us. You should just talk because we don't. (laughs) It's hard to understand the sign language when we haven't been trained in sign language. I know. Do you guys have like sign language on sets? Like during the show? Sometimes we do. There are definitely, we've definitely had signers come in for different performances and it's pretty awesome. What? Christian Are you Walker. running out of time? Do you have to do you have to leave or something? I I well I I do have to step off. I have to I have some guests in our VIP red room. Oh, we were there. Well, we're 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 hanging on to you uh, because you know our because your your guys aren't here yet. But we will let you go. But uh, oh. You know, I mean, we'll just we'll just talk about you when you're not here. And do all the crazy, <laughs> you know. But this hey. is a, not a bondage show where we hold you here. Uh, <laughs> well, so. thank you so much for coming to the show, and um, and also I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. Oh, I loved it. I did, and hilarious. I was a tough customer because I'm not a fan of the book, and so many ladies there who are fans of the book. But I just have to tell you one thing. Because I was in line to the ladies' room, and of course, the line there was no line to the men's room at it all. And is. the line to the ladies' room is around the block, <laughs> but it did move quickly. Um, and so, as I'm there, I'm kind of interviewing ladies, and I'm saying, "Are you a fan of the book? Are you a fan of the book?" And a bunch of them were, of course, fans of the book. Not surprising. And then I said, um, "Well, 
I, I mean, what did you think? And they all said that they hadn't finished it. Oh, that's so funny. Isn't that funny? Now, I would say they hadn't finished it because it's not very well written. But then I heard in your wonderful musical another reason that they might not have finished it. Because they didn't want it to end. Because yeah. they were having so much fun. You know, and maybe that's it. So what do I know, literary critic than I am? It's 100 million <laughs> copies. And it, it was the inspiration for this brilliant musical that was co-written by... Emily Doresas, who we thank very much for joining us on the Dr. Susan Block Show. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Tristy, too. Um, and uh, I know the cast is super excited to tell you all their secrets. I hope you win a Tony. Or can you win <laughs> a Tony? I don't think we can because uh, we're off Broadway. Oh. Um, but, you uh, can you win something? <laughs> I hope so. I, I would love to see the Jizz Ballet win something, you know? The, the Jizz Ballet. ballet. <laughs> Which one was that? That's where, in the dream, they shoot the ribbons all over. Oh, the, the ribbons <laughs> was a Jizz Ballet. I should have known. Yeah. But, yeah, we okay. We literally back have a box that says Jizz, jizz Ballet. Jizz Ribbons? We need some yeah. Jizz Ribbons, Dr. Susan. No, that was beautiful. And, you know, Anna was dancing all through She's the Jizz Ribbons. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah. Lovely. All right. Well, enjoy uh, your little um, cocktail party and um, hope to see you sometime. Okay. Good thank luck. Thank you so much, Dr. Susan. Okay. Emily Doresas, writer, producer of Fifty Shades, the musical. And uh, you're listening to the Dr. Susan Block Show with me, Dr. Susie. And I'm here with Trixie <coughs> Plenty and Captain Max. And somehow I can't hear myself anymore. Can you do something with my? Yeah, I could hear myself. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Okay. Hey, hey now, yeah. <laughs> now I don't know. I I wish I was like that all through the beginning, but you know. Wait, I, wait. It's really loud. Yeah. And I hear the traffic yes, noise good. somehow. The traffic noise. That's the yes. sound of. You hear it? L-A-X. Yeah, the, the faint hum. hum. Mm. What? Well, to me, it sounds good. Oh, yeah, no, I'm all right here. I'm good. Oh, what is this? I think this is some music. I think this is the me or more. How deep this is your depravity? This is something from Fifty Shades, the musical. How deep is your depravity, Dr. Susie? I'm picking up a lot of traffic noise. Is oh, this is uh, the red. This is called Red Room. From red Room. The Fifty Shades musical okay. soundtrack. Okay. How much can you take? How much can you handle? Clamps upon your nipples, hot wax with a burning candle. How do you like bondage with rope, with tape, with leather? Do you want to be blindfolded and tickled with a feather? Biting, licking, teasing, spanking, paddling, and caning. <laughs> Whipping, cunnilingus, penis, pumps, it's also draining. Binding with a spread bar with your hands behind your back. Suspended from the ceiling, helpless while your world goes black. Vibrators and dildos too, I fondle you with pussy toys. Beat you with the wrecking crop and wake the neighbors with the noise. Masturbation, intercourse, and golden shower misting. Felicia with swallowing and I love titty twisting. 
everybody. How much can you take? How much can you handle? Clamps upon your nipples. How much can you take? How much can you handle? How do you like bondage with rope, with tape, with leather? Do you want to be blindfolded and tickled with a feather? It's like a nursery rhyme. It is. It makes it sound so innocent. Sure. I think it's just the tone. And my favorite fisting. Fisting. I'm a fan of fisting. You know, um, I didn't finish the book, and of course there's three parts to it, but she says right away she doesn't want to do any fisting. That's in her no-no list. That's her hard, hard limit? Hard limit, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I will not go past go. But there are three books, so I imagine she gets fisted by the third one or something. Yeah, because I mean, well, <coughs> I don't know. If I'm basing it off the play, she totally seemed like she was willing to give up the booty. Yeah, yeah. Well, the play is only 90 minutes. The book has to go on and on and on and on. That's another thing about the book. You know, it kind of goes on and on and on and on. But, hey, some of these big fans like that, you know, these housewives. They don't want to finish it. Right, just the right amount of tease, mm. lure them in, and then all of a sudden, bam. What was your favorite part of the musical? My favorite part of the musical? There was a few. There was a few parts. Okay, well, first one comes to your mind. First part that comes to my mind was Christian Grey singing this particular song. <laughs> okay, okay. It was the was that when he was wearing the red? Uh, yes, the red up. leotard. Yes, the red thing leotard thing. That was very and my new funny. favorite symbol. Right, right. Okay, <laughs> he did do that, and we don't want to give away his character too much. I know you guys there just is need a surprise, to see it. Um, unless he's coming tonight. Which case maybe something could be. I doubt production will let that happen. But uh, yeah, he's it's kind of shocking at first, especially if you are a fan of the book, right? Even if you're not, I mean, you didn't know what the lead character should look like. No, but I had an idea, Mm. and when I saw Christian Grey, it was kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you kind of go, wait a minute. (laughs) But then he wins you over. Yes, he does. Mm, Because he's really good. He's fantastic. That's how it is sometimes with guys. I mean, well, if you're heterosexual. Uh, or bisexual, you or you're curious, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever your kink. If you like guys. <laughs> sometimes guys do that. Uh, so, okay, so yeah, that was, a, that was a great moment. Okay, so what was your second fi- Ooh. Now, I, I guess... Not Anna. You can't tell me to silence. Our, our tech department is deciding what to play here. If you guys are going to play anything, can you play my song? Play the Aretha Franklin type song. Ooh, is, oh yeah. Or I've got a hole inside of me. Maybe Yeah, this one is funny. The The hole inside of me. (laughs) I've got a hole inside of me. This is Anastasia Steele. Now, I want to, is this the one playing? Are you looking for the song? I'm looking for the actress who's singing this. There's a hole inside of me. The day of the play, it was her. Just, what's her name? 
this hole inside of me. Eileen. Eileen. Does she have a last name? Won't someone come Patterson. Eileen Patterson. So she's singing this now? Um, I don't know if that's her singing on the side soundtrack, but in the play, she was singing the okay. song. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the same. Because they have a New York cast and they have an LA cast, or a touring cast. <laughs> so confusing. You know, show business. I feel like I should have a lighter. His huge throbbing confidence. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's so funny. I mean, that that's a great line when you think of it as humorous. If you're, I don't I mean, know, would you get turned on by that if you're reading it? Mm, I, don't, I don't know if that's in the book, his huge throbbing confidence. <laughs> I don't know if she goes that far. Or but that she does say, I have a hole inside of me that needs to be filled up. Does she say that her cave is getting moister? Yes. She does say things like that, <laughs> definitely. I don't remember huge throbbing confidence, but then again, I only got up to... A certain know, part. That might be in part two. Halfway through part one. <laughs> yeah, right. The hole inside of me got to me, and then I don't make love, <laughs> I fuck. But they did a great job with that song. Oh my goodness, they were fantastic with all their songs. Somebody needs to fill my hole so I can become whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a goal. <laughs> it's on my to fill your hole. Even if I have to fill it myself. Mm. All right. So I, I, I think we're playing a medley now? Or? What? Can we play my song if we're going to What's go your song? My song is I Don't Make Love, I Fuck. Oh, Okay, that well, we have been song. talking about that. I was orphaned as a little boy. No yeah. <laughs> Deprived. Yeah, this is the billionaire who was an orphan crack whore's son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he was. I was called the little bastard. Pissed on, beaten up. And found an affinity for cougars. <laughs> right. So you'll forgive me if the roses. The tech team doesn't like it when I start grooving. Yeah. Roses. Maybe I just didn't get the joke. Maybe all these housewives that are reading the book are actually laughing. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think they'd be turned on by a vice around a guy's dick. A vice around a dick. Yeah, you know? A little beat. I wonder how important it is that he's a billionaire. <laughs> Probably very important. I think that forgives a lot of faults. You know... What happened? I don't know. The, the tech team doesn't like it when I start grooving. I've decided. No. 
or when we start, you know, talking along? What, what, why did it you stop? Know. Did you want to stop, or you couldn't stop, or you couldn't help but Is stop? that our safe word? The safe word <laughs> is red. Oh, yeah, I thought I heard the safe word. No, no. What? what what's, what's up? Um, I don't have an office phone, so I couldn't tell you. So who are, are they calling? How are they getting here? Um, our David... I don't remember his last name, but David, the PR yeah. guy. Yeah, the David, the PR guy. That's good. Is right bringing them right, yes. right, right. So He's, and they know where to go, and yes. we got somebody opening the door and everything, because they should be here yes, any moment. Okay, and and Chris is making motions that we don't understand. Uh, I'm gonna go check on our guests. Oh, they're here. I'm gonna go Are they here? I don't know. I'm gonna uh, see. Well, okay. All right then. Here we are, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. I think it's time for us to take a little commercial break right now because uh, we're going to be back, hopefully, with our guests. Uh, we're going to do more Fifty Shades, the musical. Uh, and uh, by the way, I, I haven't given out the number yet. You know, um, I'm I'm going to give away a Fifty Shades gray tie, a sir tie. If you want to give us a call, our number is. 310-568-0066. And uh, if you're in North America, you can call 1-866-289-7068. That's 1-866-289-7068. Or 310-568-0066. And you are listening to the Dr. Susan Block Show. We're, uh, we'd like to hear from you if you've read Fifty Shades, if you couldn't get through Fifty Shades, Whatever, tweet at us. Tweet at Radio Suzy One. Tweet at Radio Suzy One and uh, don't come yet and don't go away. We'll be right back with Fifty Shades, the musical. Are you a victim of religious sexual abuse? Has your sex life been hurt, warped, or excessively repressed by a strict, religious, anti-sex upbringing? Are you concerned that an unhealthy, fundamentalist, or orthodox environment is distorting or destroying your sexuality, your marriage, or your life in general? The Dr. Susan Block Institute specializes in treating victims of religious sexual abuse. For information about our telephone sex therapy services, call one 866 207-7521 or 213-291-9497 That's 1-866-207-7521 or 213-291-9497 You won't go to hell for it but you just might feel a lot better. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. And I am Dr. Susan Block, and this is DrSusie.tv. And welcome, cast members of Fifty Shades. Come on in. I used to live my life knowing wrong from right to 
doing everything I oughta. It was also black and white. But here's a big decision that I have made. Wanna open my eyes and see all 50 shades. 50 shades. You know you gotta see them now. 50 shades. Oh, now we gotta be on. 50 shades. All the colors of the rainbow. 50 shades. Oh. It was hilarious. Oh, it was so funny. It's funnier than I ever could have ever pictured. We would see another show if you do book two and book three. That was an awesome performance. Bring your husband. Fabulous. Have a seat. Why don't we have the little, the, the lady sit over here. Right. Have the lady sit over here. You know, uh, and uh, gentlemen sit over here. And yay, we're very excited to be back on the air uh, with our guests. And uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Who do we have here? Nick. Seymour. Seymour. Nick Seymour. We need to get your yeah. uh, headsets on yeah. you. And Carolyn. Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Carolina. Oh, they need. They don't have the A at the end. Re um, how do you pronounce your last name? Do that one. Reed. Reed. Oh, that's the easy one. That's the yeah. easy one. Okay. Yeah. And put your <laughs> headphones on. There you go. Okay. And we. Uh, Yes, get very close to the microphone. Okay, and uh, yeah, move move this over. Get get Great. close to each other. Yes, all right. We are settled in with Carolina Reed and Nick Seymour. That yeah. sounds so close to semen. It's uh, it bring, brings us to the topic <laughs> of their play right That's now. So many high school guys that I went to. Yes, yeah. yes, I can imagine. Yeah. All right, so uh, Nick Seymour plays the part of Jose yeah. in uh, the play Fifty Shades, the musical. Yeah. We are uh, checking it out here. We've been singing its praises and listening to you guys uh, sing its um, songs. Aww. And uh, yes, in, um, in Fifty Shades, the musical, BDSM stands for Best Damn Songs and Music. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to like the book. To love the musical. In fact, in a way, if you feel like you suffered through the book, like me, the musical is your reward because it's a parody and it's very, <laughs> very funny. And laughter is a mental orgasm. And uh, and yet it's very sex positive, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, you're the, s the, the, the spirit of sex positivity, Ooh, uh, Carolina, you. because you, are, you play... The inner goddess. I do. Mm -hmm. And uh, Anna's inner goddess. But you could be any of our inner goddesses. The housewives' inner goddess. It yep. seems like you kind of come kind of pirouetting out whenever there's some sort of fantasy reverie type of experience for one of the women, which is most of the time, really. Ex absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you get to represent... Um, an inner goddess. What what do you what is what do you feel that means? Well, I mean, in the in the show, it stands for everything that's exciting and sexual and feminine inside of you, and that's what one of the book club ladies says to Anna. 
Um, I take it as I read the books and I actually really enjoyed the books. You I did. They were, I thought they were okay, fun. I won't hold that against <laughs> you. I thought they were a lot of okay, fun. Okay, okay, that's Dr. cool. Susie I'm glad. Cannot believe you enjoyed them. I know no, I do. nobody does in the cast except for me. Really? Actually, maybe maybe Aileen also does. Aileen actually really yeah. liked Aileen who played Anastasia Steele. She she really enjoyed them. She read them on her own and it went through all of them like candy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe that's good for her character. Because she's the one that has to live and breathe this whole thing, right. and it's probably good for your character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you in, know, in the books, the inner goddess is is you know the same sort of thing: the excitement and the femininity and the sexuality in Anastasia. But in the books, they kind of make it more like the devil on her shoulder and the angel on her shoulder, depending on the decision she has to make. Whereas in our show, it's more. I'm just always kind of egging her on, and I'm like kind of her sassy, you know, sidekick right. that's doing the tango next to her when she's being seduced and that sort of thing. And you're very physical. Oh, you know, yeah. You physicalize mm-hmm. all, all of these emotions and yep. feelings and yep. stuff. So, okay. Well, so did the books, like, enhance your sex life when you were reading them? Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, did they, I mean, did they make you want to have more sex? Um, I mean, you know, I would say they do. I think that's why they're such a phenomenon is that everybody... Yeah. The women that read them are enticed by them and they're curious about this. You know, whether they're into this lifestyle or not, it definitely awakens them and makes them, mm. you know, a little less uptight. Or and are you into a little BDSM? I'm actually not. But not that? No. Okay. But, and I know that a lot of women that aren't into BDSM like these books because obviously BDSM is not exactly universal. But right. this these books sold 100 million copies. Mm. So how... Does it turn you on anyway, even if you don't want to do the stuff? I mean, the, I think for, for, for myself, it just was um, something exciting and new and fun to read and just kind of one of those, like, trashy, throwaway, fun books that you don't really, you know, intellectualize or, or try to get anything, you know, intellectual out of. Well, <laughs> yeah, you don't intellectualize them, I guess. You know, ah. I, I, I was fully aware of what I was reading when I was reading it, and it was just a lot of fun. I got and there's a them. lot of drinking in the book. There is a lot of there's drinking. There's a lot of drinking, and that's why we have drinks now. Oh, great. Yes. Um, this Thank is halfway you. through our show. You came in late. Why well, uh, sure. It's sure. okay. We, we busied ourselves with Emily, Thank you. Uh, one of the writers, um, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, she assures me she's having phone sex, keeping her um, her marriage alive. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she, Emily, she has you better been, be doing that now. You they know. have they have been apart for a while because okay. he's, he's been in New York mm-hmm. yeah. doing the off Broadway stuff. Yeah. Are you married or single? No, I'm single. You're single. Yeah. Uh, no boyfriend. Um, Girlfriend. A boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And does he has he seen this? Uh, oh yes. Yeah. Yes, he has. Does he get turned on by it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Are you married or single? Uh, I'm a single uh, girlfriend, but but single. Yeah. Does your girlfriend like these books? Yeah, she mm. she did. Yeah. Why? Uh, I I think it's it's because it's you know it's a kink. It's you know something that it that is is new and fun and exciting, even though it's it's not necessarily something that she's into herself. Mm. I think it's just the idea of opening up to something new. You know, anytime yeah. something's kind of new, it becomes kind of sexy. You know. Well, Anytime it's not the same old thing. 
Well, yeah. Novelty right? is one right? of the greatest aphrodisiacs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And also the mind, I mean, is so huge. There's, you could get turned on by hearing about or talking about a lot of different things that you wouldn't do. Yeah. That's right. true. Absolutely. Now, do you usually read erotica, or is this like one of your first? No, this was absolutely my first. Ah, uh, that explains it. <laughs> I mean, I read the yeah. Game I, of Thrones I mean, books, and those that's uh, some of that actually is pretty much erotica. <laughs> Okay. I mean, that's like, it's nerd that. erotica, but there are parts of it that are pretty much like the HBO series. And I don't know if you've seen that, but it's, I it's pretty, it gets, love that show. It gets Haven't pretty erotic. It's nerd erotic, but it's there. Oh, it's there. Uh, if you like erotica, I would recommend the books uh, edited by Rachel Kramer Bustle. That's Rackalita on Twitter for my Twitter out there, okay. Rackalita, and she edits some fantastic books uh, for Cleese Press, Erotica, okay. that is really well written. I mean, like Erotica, like it was written by um, Shakespeare. I don't know somebody who can write. Yeah. Uh, so now is it well is it like is it almost like set in Shakespearean like in Elizabethan times? No, I shouldn't use Shakespeare. Let's just say um, um, I don't know Kundera or something. Okay. Okay. So it, it's modern. It's, okay. It's definitely okay. although it could be set in Elizabethan times. It could be. All I'm saying is what am I saying? Um, <laughs> where uh, it's phrases like um, yeah, uh, I have a hole inside of me, or I mean, it's a great phrase for a musical comedy. Song, absolutely. It really, I completely it really agree. Is. Um, is it a great phrase for a book to take seriously? I don't know. Mm. No, uh, no, you know, no. Or um, I don't make love. I fuck. I don't know. These are. I mean, <laughs> I guess I just feel like I. I the book is um, is kind of. I don't know. Uh, simple, but you guys oh, yeah. take. But but maybe that's what's caught on, and I should just uh, pay attention to that. <laughs> uh, I, I am paying attention to that, you know, and and that's why I agreed to see this musical. And like I said, I suffered through reading the book yesterday, at least part of it, and uh, and then my reward was going to this musical, and um, it was just like tension, tension all day, pushing myself through the book, and then release through seeing um, this great your day climaxed with yes, our show. Great, it definitely Got it. did. Well, it definitely we did our jobs then. We really. yeah. did. You so. did. Yeah, well, we hope you liked it. Thank you for coming. Yeah. You hope I liked it. I spelled she, that. In my head, I spelled that C U M M I N. I was following Didn't I your just tweets. say I liked it? Yeah, and yeah. I knew you liked it from Twitter, and now right. I know in person, so. So you play kind of a Lothario. In oh, a way. totally. You know, yeah, he's, he's absolutely he's, a Lothario. He's just this side of a rapist, really. I mean, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> yeah, accomplish yeah, too much. You know, yeah. but I that's because Christian saves the day. Right. You know, he. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's kind of a. Oddly enough, he's a, a strangely complex character because he's totally in love with her and wants to be this this masculine bravado. He has all of that, but then he also is kind of a puppy dog. Yeah. And as soon as she rejects him, he is just uh, like a mess. Uh, mm. So I you think, mean your uh, Jose, my Jose, well, you my know, they, version. They of Jose. all are kind of complex but, yeah. characters. Oh and, yeah. In a way, and um, I mean, Christian is the least believable, especially the part <laughs> about him being a billionaire. That is also really great looking and in his mid twenties, and um, that made all his money by himself. I don't know. I know a lot of guys that are like that. You do. Okay. No. I would like to meet them. <laughs> I would bring them over. Uh, I always can. I always describe. Your, I describe Jose as um, like the Pepe Le Pew of our story. Yeah. <laughs> of our musical. Yeah, he's sort of a a, a more Mexican Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, you have a wonderful like entrance with him, a walk that yes. you do. It's a, kind of a dance 
walk that's very sort of slinky and sleazy and silly and yeah. and also seductive seductive i was gonna say yeah thank you kind of romantic there yep. there's a romantic thing going <laughs> on there yeah. yeah he's a very sensual person i think mm. he's he's a person who is over sexualizes his own life at least in my head yeah now he's Mexican. Is that what he's supposed to be in the, yeah. Book? In the book? Yeah. Well, really? and I mean, the books were written by a British woman who it would appear has never met a Mexican American man before. Well, the funny thing about this book is she's British, okay, and now it's set in Seattle and Portland, yeah. right? But it's it seems like everyone is speaking with an English accent, pretty much. Um, and they're drinking tea. I mean, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that yeah. way. It's oh, fair. they they do not seem like they are in the American Northwest. Oh no! I mean, most of the dialogue is is pretty. I mean, it's it's, it's a British person's idea of what an American sounds like. That's um, another thing about this book. Right. It just seems so inauthentic. But. You know, I'm trying to be an open... Maybe that's part of what makes it so universal. It's like it appeals to British... Yeah. It might have kind of like that Downton Abbey effect to it, where it's like, oh, it's so hoity-toity, and there's so there's some kind of... That, that Britishism within it is well, kind of just like the housewives at the... Uh, it's the chorus in, in the musical. They keep... Um, you know, singing the praises of the book, of course, and uh, one of the praises is it's written by a British woman, so it must <laughs> be, you know, kind of educated. Right, uh, right, right. And they that. are so great. Um, they, uh, the the three housewives, the book club ladies. Yeah, they're they're great. The book oh, club yeah. ladies, they're wonderful. The yeah. book club ladies, right? There's like somebody for everybody in mm. those book club ladies. I yeah, think. It's it's pretty amazing how many people like after the show, women will come up to them or to to us and be like, oh, I am Carol, or, or I am I, Bev. I am Pam, I am yeah. Bev. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I felt you know you certainly could see them looking around in the audience. You know, yeah. I mean. I don't know that a lot of women would come up to you and say they're you. You, I mean, <laughs> no I one ever says that to me. It makes me sad. Well, well people I mean. should look at your Twitter page and at the picture of you in the background doing this flying leap of some sort, and <laughs> you just look like a bird more than a regular girl. I mean, Aww, so it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. So you're kind of the ideal, and they are the real. They are the real people that. Right have made this book, uh, you know, 100 million sales. Right. Well, yeah. I think that's actually one of the, the the kind of ingenious things that some of our, our writers did was they immediately found a way for people to connect with our show because they are, they are the, the women, they are these, these women in these book clubs reading this book, and they can connect to them intrinsically, hmm. whereas it's very hard to connect to Christian Grey, like you said, a 27-year-old beautiful man billionaire or it's hard to yeah. connect to Anastasia Steele because not everybody is this literary major who is so virginal at first and then gets fisted later you know like, that's not that's not a ton of people within two books so right, <laughs> yeah. right. so so I think the when book does lady, she get fisted uh, I don't know oh come on you read all three I don't think she does like she doesn't get, get fisted? fisted oh too bad she, well she but draws she, the line at she it. does draw she the line, the line in the I figured that she might have um she you know broken the line by the third book she lets him spank her, and then there's some other stuff. Oh, sure. But there's sure, nothing, the spanking, like, too crazy. Yeah. She kind of just changes him before any of that stuff. Sorry, spoiler alert. Before any of that stuff actually happens, I oh, think. Oh, we're not going to do a spoiler alert on your uh, play. I mean, we're not going to do a spoiler on your play, but I don't care if you do it on the book. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. I, in fact, I want to know what happens, because I'm certainly like not going to slog through all three. I mean, so she doesn't get fisted? 
She doesn't get fisted. No. Aww. I mean, she he falls in love with her and she changes him and he kind of Do they get married? Yeah. Oh wow. And have kids and the whole nine. Yeah. Oh well, my god. Well, there's also like in the later books though, she also gets kidnapped at yeah, one point. Yeah, there's this whole like there's a bunch of other stuff. Whoop, yeah. like, but like yeah, there's, you know, she it's it's a it's a very weird, strange, twisted tale. I mean, it, it kind of is in the first one, but and especially for something that started off as Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. So I don't even get how that I mean, that's why it's set in Seattle and Portland. It's because it started off as Twilight fan fiction. Oh, it was originally it was originally vampire and werewolf, and the, Jose is is the werewolf from yep. Twilight essentially, Ew. and Christian Grey oh. is Ed, Edward Cullum from, so team from Edward, the, the team vampire Jacob, who glows the, the shiny vampire. That's Christian Grey, which is really you know. What is Christian Grey? You're the, the vampire. He's no, no, no. Jose is the werewolf. Jose, Jose is, is the werewolf. Jacob. He's Jake. Team Jacob. And Christian is team team Edward, I think, right? Uh, I have not read those books, but I saw the first movie. Ugh. Didn't quite get through it, but I know the premise. And now, what is Anna supposed to be? She's Bella Swan. Bella, yeah, the lead girl. Mm-hmm. So it's, See, she's, this, she's the girl who, and, and that's all like this Mormon. This is stuff, the reason so. this became a hit because right. of these connections <laughs> and people just glomming into it because right. so. these connections, I, I, you know, kind of resonate in a way that a book on its own maybe doesn't get that opportunity. Yeah. So right. uh, so this is uh, this is explaining more to me why this book is so popular. I'm surprised you also, didn't know that it was Twilight fan. I did know it was, but I didn't know about all those the, characers, like, and I don't the, know the about Twilight. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know about the character parallels. In fact, I, yeah. I kind of looked and I got, I don't understand this. Where, where's the vampire? I don't get it. Where's the <laughs> werewolf? Yeah. I didn't think, you know, I should have known that Jose would be the werewolf. Thank you. And that Christian, he does seem like, the vampire, just because his name is Christian. Cold but sparkly. Co- yeah, exactly. Yeah. All that stuff. You <laughs> yeah. Know. yeah. Okay, I've got a note coming in here. Uh, it looks very know. official. I have a caller. Jose. It wants to ask Jose a question. Okay, his name is Jay. Does he want to say his last name? Uh, we'll just refer to JC. JC. Okay. JC. Hello, JC. Hello, JC. Hello, Jay. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the um, Dr. Susan Block Show with Fifty Shades the Musical. Hi. Thanks so much. Um, long time listener, first time caller. Awesome. I just wanted to ask um, about Jose and Anna. Yes. And uh, well, I was wondering, because I saw the show last week, I thought it was really funny. Oh, and, um, awesome. Anna seems to be into Jose, but not really. And I was wondering. If Jose was into, uh, you know, BDSM, like Christian is, if that might have kind of turned the tide. That and a billion dollars, I think, would have done yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, I think, uh, and, and I'm sorry, your, your question is, is uh, is it just the, the, the BDSM that, that is well, why she's seems, not, why she doesn't go with, with Jose? Well, kind of. It just seems like Anna, she thinks he's attractive, she's nice, he's funny. Um, but if he had like a twin brother or something that was a little hotter and super into BDSM or something, if yeah, um, you know, she would go for that. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think I think that she probably would would never fall for Jose. I feel like she would always put Jose in that the in that friend category. category. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that girls friend brother that she friend zones him. Fast. It's kind right. of sad in a way, but a lot right. of girls put certain guys into the friend category, mm-hmm. yeah. and it tends to be the guys that aren't billionaires. 
But yeah, but if Jose yeah. had, you said if he had a, a hotter a brother, she would maybe fall for him, I'm maybe. sure. Like a hotter, older brother well, that looks a like, lot like Jose, only is just a little hotter and older. Exactly. But, you know, yeah. not as effeminate. You know, it's just sort of more masculine. You think Jose is effeminate? Uh, Christian. Oh, Christian is effeminate. Well, wow. No, no, I mean, I mean, like, you know, if there was someone like Jose, but if it was a little more masculine and not so... Well, you know, in the book, um, Jose is is is, is mm. very yeah. masculine, except he's an artist photographer, so he's yeah. kind of a little effeminate. He's that because, macho oh. artist. That he's macho. The, he's like the good friend that's always there right. for her. She wants the mysterious, you know, kind of jerk. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I, I still think jerk, the billionaire. Part, so you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I also yeah. There, there's some part of it where I think having. Billions of dollars probably helps sell Christian. Oh, yeah. Well, even though she fights it all <laughs> through the, the book, she's like, don't buy me a car, don't buy me a laptop, but I will take all of these things. And Right. Uh, and, that's, and that's an element right. that we make fun of in the show as yeah. well. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, where Christian is just doing all of these things and it just gets more and more ridiculous. But I think that is a really essential part for a lot of these women of this kind of porn is the billionaire part. Oh, yeah. And that's what sets this apart in a way from the erotic I was just recommending ending to you earlier people in in that erotica are more like regular people guys are regular guys they might be really good looking but right it's not so much the, the billionaire part it's the romance right. see this is not just erotica it's romance erotica you know that's true gotcha. so jay are you a fan of the books well i haven't read the book no okay. but i went uh, i went with a friend to see the show and, okay um, you know, I'm thinking maybe it's worth reading it. Um, well, you can, especially you now. Can, you might as well. You might as well. I, I am not a big fan of the book, although I am a big fan of the musical. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about Aww, the movie. Thank you. Yeah. Well, well, you'll have to let us know. Yeah, but uh, I'm just going to say you don't need to be a fan of the book to enjoy the musical. Um, yeah. Because it's just so many talented people singing great songs and. Making fun of taking sex seriously. I think even if you don't read the book, you get the jokes because it's all about, you know, like one of my favorite philosophers, Camille Paglia, says sex is a comedy, not a tragedy, you know? And yeah. it's a basic thing. I mean, yeah, sex can be a tragedy. I mean, yeah, you could, you could get AIDS. You could, you, could, you could be the victim of a lust murder. But these things are so rare compared to the comedy of sex, which is often a comedy of errors and a comedy of just all kinds of things. And this musical really sends that up. Uh, oh, thank you. I think, I think that's a, a, a beautiful sentiment, and that's... that's uh, that's really funny because I, I think that is one of the, the fun parts of our show is that we kind of poke fun at the fact that these people do take their sex yeah. so seriously. Right. And I take sex very seriously. Hey, hell, I'm a, I'm a sex therapist. Yeah. So I enjoy being sent up myself every once in a while. <laughs> and, and this sends me up for being someone who deals with, you know, so many people and their problems. And also BDSM, I enjoy it. Not not heavy duty but a little light spanking and a little this and that you know i've got my little jux leather whips here those are nice shout out to jux leather aren't these nice those do you are like really a little fun. bdsm i mean I'm, pro I'm not against a little bit of it you're not against i'm not against okay it. that would not be a a, a, a hard <laughs> learning no. new things it's not a hard no okay no, cool, definitely cool. not oh. sub or dom it's it's not a soft no though either oh, okay um, how about you jay are you into a little bdsm 
Uh, well, it's come up a time or two. Um, it's not something that I normally search out. But um, Are you married or single? Uh, I'm in a relationship, but not married. With a girl? No. You're in a relationship with a guy? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Um, you, yeah, you must be in the theater then, right? What's that? No, I'm just teasing, actually. I was being very stereotypical. I said you must be in the theater. Oh, yes, I am. You are, you see? Are, are. Uh, good, good guess. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. What do you do in the theater? Um, I work in the box office. Oh, okay. Are uh, you uh, an aspiring actor or producer or anything? No, no. I've never really tried to act at all. Except, you know, in some, in some kind of... You know, master servant kind of thing. In a master servant. So you do a little role play in your personal life. Right, yeah. But not for, you know, other people. At least not for like a whole audience of people. Oh, okay, okay. And you do this with your boyfriend? Uh, Occasionally, but more just it's happened with other people, kind of just here and there. Interesting. And what, um, I mean, you you like uh, the master servant role play kind of thing? Um, I can get into it, but to be honest with you, when I've done it, it's more been sort of for the benefit of, you know, the other people. The other people. Wow. Well, you know, it's interesting because Anna, especially in the beginning of this book, um, she is constantly saying that she's doing all of this, um, all the BDSM stuff, that is, for the benefit of Christian. She doesn't want to do it. Yeah. In fact, she thinks it's totally, like, out there. Right. But she is yeah. doing it for his benefit only because she loves him. He's gorgeous. He's a billionaire. Well, she says it's not because of his money, of course. But, but he is a billionaire. And, uh, and, well, because he wants this. And a little bit because he was so tormented as a child and traumatized by this older woman that, I don't know. Uh, Took advantage uh, of him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, in the way that he wished to be taken advantage of. But anyway, uh, yeah. But uh, it's, it's interesting that I think that's why a lot of people enjoy sexual submission. It's because they sort of don't want it to be theirs. They want somebody else. They want to please. They want to please somebody else. But in that pleasing, they are pleased. Maybe there's a hole inside of you, baby. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of what happened, I guess, is he was uh, really enjoying it, and I was kind of just along for the ride. It didn't do a lot for me, but um, mm-hmm. I was glad to help. Well, uh, I'd be curious uh, what you think of the book, if you read it. I mean, you seem to really enjoy the, the musical. I mean, but is that more you enjoy the musical as a theater uh, connoisseur? Uh, well, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, you know, it comedy, is funny. Uh, whether it you know, almost seems like a Saturday Night Live thing. And, um, you know, it's just really funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I would love it if you would read a little of the book. Just, you know, it's online. There's, you know, parts of it. And the whole thing is actually online. And then call me back, like, uh, next week or something. Or in 45 okay, minutes. Cool. Yeah. And um, take long to get if you do, I'll give you a free uh, Sir Grey tie. Oh, awesome. <gasps> yeah. Because we have an extra. So, uh, okay, you win. Okay. A free surrogate well, tie. All you have to do is um, give me a report on any part of the book. You know, if you can only get in one page, one page. That's okay. 
Okay. Okay, but I would love um, to hear your thoughts on the BDSM yeah, well, part. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks well, for calling. Great talking to you, and um, great job with the show, you guys. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. You. Thank you for calling. Yes, and by the way, our number is one eight six six two eight nine seven zero six eight. If you're in North America, and anywhere in the world, you can call our regular number, which is three one zero five six eight zero zero six six. And I'm here with uh, two of the stars of Fifty Shades, the musical. And it is hilarious. You don't have to be a fan of the book to love the musical. Now, it's, it's going all over the country, right? Not over, all over the world. The book is all over the world. Maybe this will someday uh, be all yeah, over the world. We, we're right now we're in North America. So we've, yeah. we've, been in, uh, we've been pretty much all over the States. We've been in, in almost every region of the States so far. And then we've been in Canada. So were you part of the New York cast? Uh, not not the off Broadway cast, but we did it. This this show started uh, in New York. We we were there last January. Last January, at yeah. The, uh, Gramercy, Gramercy Theater, Theater mm-hmm. yeah, on twenty third. So so are you L A people or are you from somewhere else? New York. I'm New York? from Chicago. So, so you're living here just for doing the show. Just for the mm-hmm. show, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. stand. You, where you stand? Like. Well, right Santa now we're at the Custom Hotel. The custom so hotel. We're oh, you didn't have to say exactly where. So, oh, now yeah. everybody's gonna mob you. Oh no. <laughs> We won't be there tomorrow, so it's yeah. fine. Okay. We're actually moving into houses yeah, for the next oh, uh, few weeks. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so there and by the way, us. we should say <laughs> that the play is at the Kirk Douglas Theater. I That's heard right. Kirk Douglas was there tonight. Yes, he Kirk was. Douglas was there at the 5 p.m. Wow. show tonight. Wow, the show today. In the front row. He was this in way. the front row. 97 years old. He was sitting there with Amazing. his wife laughing. They it were was loving really it. It was really funny. And we made one Spartacus reference. There was a Spartacus reference. And she was dying. His wife laughed hard at it. I it love great. how you yeah. guys make some references to, you know, I mean, I don't know whether you say this in every city, but to say, uh, hey, lady from Culver City, I'm going to power fuck your titties. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> was funny. Yeah, that's actually, that's one of the parts in the show that changes depending on where we are. I we, would imagine We kind of so. have yeah. a send-up to, to every local place. There are, there are a few different parts where we will add in stuff based on where we are, but that's that's definitely one of them, where in that part of that song, uh, it'll, it'll change. Uh, the yeah. sensibility reminded me of that song, I'm Sexy and I Know It. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> a little that, bit. That, that kind of sexibili- sens- sexibility, yeah, sensibility, <laughs> where it's... You should trademark it's sexibility. A, I like that. Sexibility, I'm going to write TM. that down. I'm a fan of that. Sexibility. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's probably already been done, but well. just in mm. case, you're right. Okay, and sometimes great genius comes from mistakes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's like, uh, it's a it's a joke. It is a joke. Um, it's laughing at our sexuality or our sexibility, whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's got a good beat. Mm-hmm. And what is the greatest aphrodisiac? A good beat. Music is the food of love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get dancing. You know, I was. We were listening to the music earlier tonight, <laughs> and we were all dancing around the studio. You know. Aww. So, what is a better aphrodisiac than that? You know. Don't know. Well, there you go. Yeah, being, being that I'm a dancer, I respond physically to movement, to music, rather. So, yeah. you know, mm. music's That's the best. That's true. I, I mean, it. music is the best for that, even if you're not a dancer. Uh, I mean, just, uh, you don't even have to dance. I mean, after all, what is dance? Uh, a vertical expression of a horizontal position. I've heard that. That's beautiful. I know. It's not original, but it is beautiful. Yeah. And so if you can't get into the vertical expression too well, if you're awkward like Anna is in the book, then, uh, hey, you get into that uh, horizontal position and you groove to that music. Oh, yeah. Mm. So uh, are you in a relationship? Yes. 
Yes. With a girl or guy? Girl. 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 And how did, does she read Fifty Shades? Has yes. she read it? Yes. She has read it. She's read oh, the it. whole thing. Yeah, she she's she read all of them. A fan. Um, she's a fan. Yeah, she, wow. she got into them. And did she like want to have more sex on the days that she? was Well, reading? she read them before we got together. So. Really? She, well, did you make her before. reread it so that you know, no, I should <laughs> benefit a little? I should make Come her reread it. I mean, she liked it. She, you yeah. could have you know kind of. No, she saw the show play. though. You know, she when when she sees the show though, it's you know. She, she gets into it. I think that's one of the fun things about our show, too, is, yeah. you know, we have a lot of men who come to see the show, and they end up getting dragged by their uh, female counterparts, sure. generally. Uh, and dragged by the tie. Yeah. Oh. And they and they end up really loving it. That's, you know, that's kind of the, the fun of it. Is they, they love it because it's just, it's silly and it's funny. Uh, and then I think sometimes they go home and they end up benefiting from the fact that I am sure that they do. I am sure that they do. I mean, you know, I saw that going on. I saw these guys kind of, in the beginning, kind of looking like this. You know, before they went in, it was like, okay, I'm here. What time is it? And then in the intermission, they're all like, "Mm, I can see my woman's hot. And then at the end, they're like rushing her off. Yeah. (laughs) Take advantage. (laughs) Go home. They're taking notes. Pulling off their ties, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, Getting ready. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. uh, It's a good bet to uh to take your your lady to even if you haven't read the book but so many ladies have read the book right yeah mm. did you read it i read i read excerpts of it and synopsis but I, i've never read the whole thing so do you like to read erotica you know i don't really read erotica no. a whole, you're no. more of a porn watcher huh? i'm i'm a porn watcher oh really you admit probably. that okay i oh. guess i would be a porn watcher wow yeah. thank you for being <laughs> honest i imagine you're being honest nobody would lie about that i mean do you have a favorite genre you know, I don't think I do actually. I feel like maybe, and maybe this is stupid of me, but I think there's in, I think it's just porn is fun for me. Mm. I don't know. I don't <laughs> just a, porn. I, I don't I, know. There's so I mean, many I'm genres. Kind of, I'm kind of such an idiot male though, where you know I could get turned on by a girl riding a bike. I don't, you know. I mean, yeah, it just well, that's kind of sexy. So, you know? Right. Right. I don't know why that popped in my head. Why? Oh well, I'm gonna have to ask my girlfriend the to ride bicycle a bike seat. For me now. I knew. I kn- like, I have a client is... that sniffs bicycle seats. Oh really? Huh? <laughs> we both just went sit in there. Kind of seems. I've never heard of that before, but well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, if there's if there's interesting. If there's, if there's if something girls that you can riding. do, not not only for girls have been right, sure. But yeah. I mean, if there's something you can do, there's somebody who has it as a fetish, right? If you can think of yeah, it, it's a fetish. anything. I mean, right? I I'm always yeah. hearing new fetishes. Sure. So, do you find it difficult as a, a straight guy in the theater, especially the musical no. theater? No. Or maybe it's Gosh, the opposite. It be, yeah, it must like, be so, so good many for you. Girls that, easier because there's so many gay guys. Yeah, and I don't there. know about the New York cast. I don't know about the the off Broadway cast, but I know our cast. We actually we're like almost all straight all guys. Straight guys. So oh. yeah, yeah, it's never happened. So, you know, we got the, the two the two male dancers in the show. Even the male they, dancers. Yeah, they, I mean, they're they were straight. so good looking. Up. I could have been sure they would be gay. Yeah, I mean, but if they do theater and they're that ripped, you have to assume they're they're gay. But they're not usually. Wow. Occasionally, you do find ripped, good-looking guys that are. Uh, hetero, but they are not billionaires. No, the downside right. is they're actors. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the billionaire part kind of. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, uh, do the staff ever play with each other or is that off? No, no, no. Do, do you have uh, affairs going on with, I mean, the, the cast? Cast affairs? Cast affairs. I think there have been, but we've also had rotation throughout the cast as well. Right. Oh, okay. And also most people have boyfriends and yeah. girlfriends. The vast majority of people have long-term relationships yeah. that are back home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you ever try a little spanking in your uh, social life or love life? 
Not, uh, no, I don't think that's, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not opposed to the idea. Mm. Is your girlfriend a, listening? You know, I, I think she'll probably listen to it later. I think she's asleep now. Oh. She's probably asleep. It's being as late as it is in, It's you know, Saturday you know. night. <laughs> it is Saturday night, but. Do you know where your girlfriend is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, anyway, uh, she'll listen later because, of course, we play this later. So, um, I mean, is there something you'd like to explore that you haven't explored? No, I think I think for the most part we're pretty open with each other and, and honest with each other. And if there's anything, you know, we talk. And if there's anything that we want to do, it ends up happening. And you know, did you ever try any bondage? No, I don't think. Uh, no, not no, not no. I don't think so. It's uh, you know, I'm. I guess I'm. I'm I don't want to say I'm real vanilla in the bedroom, but I don't think I'm, you know, I don't think I'm real vanilla, but I don't, I, I don't know if I've done, I don't Role play? Bonded. Yeah, you know, but I think some of that, though, comes from being an actor and stuff, and a lot of that, you know, I've, like, we've picked each mm. other up in bars and stuff before. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fun, that to pretend you don't know each other. But that's all, you know, that's even, that's stuff <laughs> that's, that's cool. not even, that's sexy, but that's not within the sex itself, you know what I mean? That's just sexy stuff. So I think that I would consider that part of the sex. If it leads to sex. Anything that leads to sex is sex? Then I'm having a lot more sex than I realize, <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah, I'd say if it leads, if you can see the direct relationship, it would oh, be a Oh, in that case, I last for a very long time. Well, I mean... I mean... Lasting is usually involving thrusting. We're not saying no, well, that all through the four... But well, no, I don't want to split hairs here, but I'm just going to go with what you said <laughs> okay, before. Okay, okay, okay. So... so. <laughs> How about you? You ever tried bondage? Never, no. Never. Mm -mm. Wow. Well, I mean, you're kind of. Is your training in ballet? Um, originally, yes. Okay. And then I went to college. Uh, right there. That's domination modern. and submission right there. So true. Mm, pain. So true. Yep. Pain. Yep. I mean, I often think of the ballet dancer training as being a kind of. BDSM in a way, not yeah. not bondage. You're not, although you're kind of in bondage in those shoes. My God, point shoes were the worst. That that is a kind of foot bondage. Yeah, it hurts uh, so bad. And you do it for the benefit of your master, the audience, yeah. or your teacher. Yeah. Whether it's the teacher or the audience, I always think uh, ballet, especially, is a form of um, kind of. Uh, I guess it is a form of uh, submission. It is. Yeah, know? I mean, it's a discipline, for sure. It doesn't involve sex, mm -hmm. as we say, intercourse, but it's kind of sexy. you got to look hot, you know. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... You, you become know. very comfortable with your body, because you're always yeah. looking, you know, or or not. There's the two extremes. Because you're always looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're in a leotard and tights, and, yeah. you know, you, you grow to love yourself, or you have problems <laughs> and I just, or hate yourself, or hate yourself because I you're always I, in front of yourself i just remembered one of my um clients one of my best clients is a ballet fetishist huh? and loves to wear leotards and tights oh interesting yeah and he actually takes ballet he studies but i mean you know he's he's a he owns a store but mm -hmm. he, this is his secret life in a way but he does ah. have friends who are into it where yeah he, and he has girlfriends who know that he just gets off on this on right. wearing Ballet, tights, and leotards. Capizio. Mm, oh. <laughs> I used to model for Capizio. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, I uh, think we're kind of running out of time. I, how about if we play a song? Sure. What, yeah. what song should we play? I mean, now mm. we have the CD. We're, we've played um, 
I don't make love, I fuck. Sure, of course. <laughs> of course. And we played I Have a Hole Inside of Me. Okay, so okay. Anna and Christian uh, songs. And we played the one where he's in the red room and jumping around in his little so that, one, onesie. Yep, that's red room. Um, uh, so, I mean, one that I... Now, are you singing on the one that... Uh, on the, the album? I'm on, on the album? Yeah, I'm on the album. You're on yeah. the album. So maybe we should play the Jose play song. Yeah, play yeah, Me Amor. Yeah, the more. one I do the tango to. Oh, yeah. yes, you do the tango yeah. to it, you know? You could get up on the stripper pole if you want. Ooh, What's that's the name what of the track? What's, what's the track? Me Amor. The name of the track is Me Amor. This is, uh, this is Jose as played by Nick Seymour. Singing in Fifty Shades, the musical, and it's Me Amor. Is it called Me Amor on here? That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the song. How we doing there? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Tango, tango. You've always been the girl of my dreams. You've always seemed too perfect to be real. He's singing to Anna. Now that I'm drunk enough, <laughs> the time has come, it seems. For me to tell you just the way I feel. Would you like a margarita, <laughs> my mamacita? Show me a tita, mi amor. Why are you so aloof? Here, have a roofie, and let's get goofy, mi amor. You don't have to have a ring upon your finger to wrap my finger, mi amor. You don't have to run and hide. You'll feel just like a bride when I am deep inside of you, mi amor. Come dance with me, my love. Feel the romance with me, my love. And with just one glance, you'll feel your heart advance. Your pleasure I'll enhance, my love. It doesn't have to be so scary. We'll missionary to pop your cherry, mi amor. <laughs> I've loved you for so long. I know this can't be wrong. But it really hurts my tongue. Ay -ay, mi amor. Come dance with me. South of France, I'll slay you with my lance, my love. Come dance with me, my love. Feel the romance with me, my love. Give me just one chance, I'll put you in a trance. Remove your pants, my love. I'll be your big kahuna and I for tuna inside your puna, mi amor. You don't even have to douche <laughs> your pussy or your tush. Oh. Or trim your giant bush, mi amor. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! 
Great. Yeah. Awesome stuff. That I haven't is, heard our recording of that in a while. That I is have so not hilarious. Heard that in a really that long is time. so funny. funny. And it does make fun of that moment when, of course, <laughs> they're, they're both drunk, Anna and Jose, and he makes a pass, which is a little more than a pass. Yeah, probably kinda, a little more than a pass. Kind of forces himself on It's a bit of a date rape <laughs> tango for us. Yes. Date rape, well, you know. And, and it's just so funny the way it makes fun of this this very common concept that you have to be drunk enough <laughs> to uh, you know yeah, tell someone how movie. you feel yeah, yeah. you know it's and crazy then, of course you well, that's not a thing why not, is that not a it, thing? it is no. a thing it's oh. totally a okay, thing okay that's what I thought it's, it's making fun of the thing because it the thing is so thing. silly, it's so silly, no, it and it shouldn't be a thing, but it is. Yeah. Because people are so shy, and you know, I mean, just tell them puritanical. Just uh, make a move. People are puritanical. People are. I mean, are not nervous. <laughs> yeah, easy for you to say. I mean, guys, uh, you know, are supposed to make the first move. Not always, but usually. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sometimes that's tough. I mean, yeah. and look, he got rejected. You put she yourself did. out there. But he was in love. She was in love and with someone you're else. Drunk, you it makes it easier, I guess, or a lot harder, probably. Actually, I think she would have rejected him even if she wasn't oh, in love yeah. with someone else, because he's I been guess. her friend for a long time. Yeah. yeah, he's one of those guys that she put in the category of friend. Yep. You know, it's that dreaded friend zone. Friend zone. Yeah. yeah, friend zone. You know, and hey, all I can say is, sometimes it's good to leap over the barrier of friend zone because who better to fall in love with? Than a good friend, someone you know you can already trust. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. you. know Absolutely. I think it's a great thing. I mean, I I'm fell in love with that. my friend, and I'm still married to him 22 years. Oh, that's beautiful. That's great. You know? That's wonderful. Yeah, we were friends before we fell good. in love. And mm. I tell you, there's nothing better. And, and it, it's a great thing because when you fall in love, it's like, wow, you open up all that lust. Da-da-da-da. But you already know you can trust right. each other. That's important. Right. I just, yeah, I love that. My parents are married almost 35 years, and I'm always like, Mom, you guys are the cutest. Aww. She sent me a message yesterday. She's like, your daddy's so sweet. He put gas in the car before I went to work to make sure I had a full tank, and I just love he him. He filled my hole. Exactly. <laughs> With gasoline. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's so weird. we are almost out of time. Hey, Captain Max. We've had a good time with our 50 Shades, the musical people. Did you want to say anything? Uh, did you want to get online? Yeah, uh, and it you know, great. it's a great show, and it's a great musical. How much longer are you going to be in LA? We're here until March thirtieth. Okay, yeah. so three more weeks. Kirk Douglas that. Theater, and uh, and we have a link on the blog, and we'll have more links. But get tickets now. I mean, if you if you like to laugh about sex, I think it's a it's a great thing. And certainly, if you're you like to laugh about BDSM, oh yeah, you know, it's a good thing. Uh, you don't have to like the book. Okay, if you do like the book, you'll love the send-up. If you don't like the book, you'll love the send-up, you know, because yeah. it, it's a parody, and totally. uh, it's, it's a great thing. And it's a great date thing, guys. Oh, yeah. You know, you'll get laid. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so great. And now, what city are you going to next? Toronto. 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 All right. All of our uh, fans in Toronto, get ready for Fifty Shades yeah. the Musical. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, you guys, um, you're great. And uh, Thank you so we're, much. we're so happy to have you Thank here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having yeah. us. It was so much fun. I was so excited. Oh, well, you know, here you are. You're on a sex <laughs> show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you'll be able to weave this into a little role play later with your significant others. And stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> anyway, um, you've been uh, watching and or listening to the Dr. Susan Block Show with me, Dr. Susie. And uh, go see Fifty Shades and check out drsusie.tv. If you need to talk and you want to talk privately, you can call us at 1-310-568-0066. Uh, and support the bonobos, the make-love-not-war chimpanzee who swings through the trees as well as with each other. The bonobos are our mascots, and uh, they are the make-love-not-war chimpanzees, and they're highly endangered, so we have to help them to stick around. Um, so, uh, yeah, make like bonobos, not mm. baboons. I mean, one of the things I like is that your character, the rapist, is rejected. And the That's sadist, as long as he makes it consensual, you know, <laughs> you can do anything you want, folks, as long as you make it consensual. Um, you know, just make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. I know some of you Fifty Shades fans are using it to masturbate, and I approve. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience, or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. I used to live my life knowing wrong from right, doing everything I oughta. It was also black and white. But here's a big decision that I have made. Wanna open my eyes and see all 50 shades. 50 shades. You know you gotta see them now. 50 shades. Oh, now we gotta be on. 50 shades. All the colors of the rainbow. 50 shades. Oh. It was hilarious. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> Another show if you do book two and book three. That was an awesome performance. Bring your husband, bring your boyfriend.